Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thanks for joining me on the broadcast, or however you may be listening or watching. We had a great episode yesterday with Adia Wushner on Wednesdays for Women, as we covered a lot of ground, and she pointed folks in the right direction on these issues, the bills and legislation and their impact on our culture, and in particularly on how they are helping or hurting our girls and our women. We must remain vigilant and diligent to protect females of all ages and help prepare for a future that is bright and loving. Also, we had great responses to Monday and Tuesday's episodes where we shared what it looks like to place Christ above all else and how we are to live so that he is seen and heard. All of this from the perspective of his cousin and forerunner, John the Baptist. Powerful words and teachings if we will heed them when it comes to dying to self or decreasing and allowing Christ to increase in our lives and help others know him as Savior and Lord. Now, if you missed those or any others, you can find them all at loveandlordship.com, loveandlordship.com, A-N-D in the middle, love and lordship. And you can find there the, the, those articles. You can find podcasts. You can find the videos. Uh, read, watch, listen. There's tabs there. You can find our book, The Authority of Love, the second edition. Uh, there's a tab right in the middle of the homepage. If you go there to the website, thank you for those who have purchased that and shared it with others. Uh, thank you for those who have responded to that. You can do that at loveandlordship, loveandlordship at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And thanks for those who have done that and continue to do that. When we choose to make Christ the focal point and priority of our life, not church attendance, giving, or serving, but just Christ, we will find out that, contrary to popular modern-day theology, it is not all success, fame, fortune, and feel good. And by the way, attendance, giving, and serving are all part of it. But so often those trump our relationship and our desire and our building that relationship with Him. As a matter of biblical truth, we are actually called to walk in Christ's footsteps. And just as with the disciples, we find that it's not always easy to understand or to follow after him. Jesus himself told the disciples in Luke 14, 25 through 35, that if they, and, and by default us as, as his followers today, that there was a great cost to being in this relationship with him as Lord and disciple. And they, we, needed to count it because count that cost because failing to do so makes us and our faith a laughingstock and our word and witness, our saltiness, worthless. Go check it out for yourself. I know those are harsh words. I'm just telling you what Jesus said. They come from our loving Savior, but let's not take them as anything less than truthful and loving and choose to walk accordingly. Today's message gives us some insights and, hopefully, guidance as to what this walk and life in Christ entails and how we can focus on Him and His faithfulness even when we're not sure. I know, as with many truly biblical messages, this is a marketing nightmare in trying to get people to sign on, and it's no wonder that many churches fall into that trap. But the greatest thing that we can do is remember his life and his words and his faithfulness and then stay true to all of that, all that he taught and modeled if we are to be his disciples and train others to be his disciples as well. That's the Great Commission, right? Matthew 28, 19 through 20. 
just like those early disciples, we find ourselves asking the question that is the title for today's Devo and teaching. Say what? Well, as Oswald Chambers said in the King's English, isn't there some misunderstanding? Jesus, are you sure you're going in the right direction? <laughs> if you're following along, that that we're on March 28th in the devotional booklet or at myutmost.org. Let me ask you this. How often have you questioned God? It's okay. Practically every major player in the Bible did so. Questioning helps us grow, but second-guessing, complaining, and thinking we know better does just the opposite and pulls us away from Him. Chambers picks up where the disciples who are following Jesus wonder why in the world he would want to go back to Jerusalem where the authorities were plotting to kill him. We read this in John 11, verses 7 and 8. Let us go into Judea again, Jesus speaking here. His disciples said unto him, You're going there again? Say what? Let me fill in the blanks of this text to reiterate the point as here's the complete text. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let's go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and yet you are going there again? Let me say it one more time. Say what? Chambers starts with a strong statement for us to learn right off the bat a powerful lesson. I may not understand what Jesus Christ says, but it is dangerous to say that therefore he was mistaken in what he said. Ooh, I got to repeat that as we all need to take this to heart. Let me say it again and please let it sink in because it is prevalent in our culture in our churches today. I may not understand what Jesus Christ says about some topic or issue. Let's think about sexual immorality and cohabitation and abortion and homosexuality and gender dysphoria. I may understand what his word says about those things or the way the culture's moving. It doesn't agree with that. But it is dangerous to say that, therefore, he was mistaken in what he said. It is never right to think that my obedience to a word of God will bring dishonor to Jesus. The only thing that will bring dishonor is not obeying him. To put my view of his honor which is actually how I'm going to feel or what it's going to make me look like if I obey, right? That's what it means to, to put my view of his honor in place of what he is plainly impelling or compelling me to do is never right, although it may arise from a real desire to prevent him from being put to open shame. In other words, even if I am looking, think I'm looking out for his own good, you want to go back to Jerusalem? They were going to stone you there. That makes sense, right? I know when the proposition comes from God because of its quiet persistence. When I have to weigh the pros and cons and doubt and debate come in, I am bringing in an element that is not of God. And I come to the conclusion that the suggestion, or in many cases the command, was not a right one. My flesh with its feelings, desires, and expected outcomes trump his wisdom and truth. Now, they never actually do, but they do in my choosing. Let me ask you something, because I had asked myself many times, how's that worked for you? It never has for me beyond the immediate gratification of sin that ultimately hurt and destroy. Chambers continues, many of us are loyal to our notions of Jesus Christ, our notions, what we think and how we've interpreted it, but how many of us are loyal to him? 
Loyalty to Jesus means I have to step out where I do not see anything. Look at Matthew 14, 29. This is Jesus telling Peter, come. And Peter gets out and walks on the water. Here we are back again to the foundation of faith. Only thing I've ever experienced in water is sinking. Well, maybe I can tread and, and paddle some, but I can't do what you're doing, Jesus. But what did Peter do? He had enough faith to step out of the boat, at least that much. And the other 11 never even asked or thought about it. But what was Jesus' response to that? You see, often we stop there and go, now, didn't Peter do a great job? You know what Jesus said to Peter after that in Matthew 14 and Mark 6? Oh, you of little faith. Ouch. Chambers goes on. Loyalty to my notions means that I cleared the ground first by my intelligence or reason, emotions, experiences, or desired outcomes. Faith is not intelligent understanding. Faith is deliberate commitment to a person where I see no way. There's faith again. That's what we're talking about, right? This is difficult and takes time and patience to develop. Doesn't mean we don't reason, but for our reason to never trump his truth. Are you debating whether to take a step in faith in Jesus or to wait until you can see how to do the thing yourself? Once again, faith or feelings, natural reasoning, which one are you going to choose? Obey him with glad, reckless joy. Chambers says, wow, that's hard to do, Oswald. That's hard to do, Jesus. When you can't see good outcomes or good responses from other or past experiences tell you not to do that, I can tell you from both sides of that experience, obedience to him, no matter the cost, is far better. The devotional goes on to say this, when he says something and you begin to debate, it is because you have a conception of his honor, which is not actually his honor. That gets back to the earlier point and asking again, Chambers again, are you loyal to Jesus or loyal to your notion of him? And I'm going to add again what you've crafted him to be and say in your mind that seemingly will work a lot better for you with what you know. Are you loyal to what he says, his truth, or are you trying to compromise with conceptions which never came from him? Whatever he says to you, do it. I close with this food for thought. Are you willing to step out in faith and cast everything on him? That last statement, whatever he says to do to you, do it, is the way we are to walk by faith, in love, in obedience to him. Remember 1 John 5, 2 states it this way. By this we know that we love others, the children of God, when we love God and follow his commandments. Now you can ask, say what? Are you sure? But then be willing to lovingly follow where he leads, not where your emotions and expectations and experiences have led before. He loved us enough to leave heaven, endure earth, and die a horrible death on a cross in our place. Don't you think you can trust him and his truth? Here's our love and action items. Spend time with God in his word, prayer, and listening to him every day. Begin with the text and scriptures in this message. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number three, how do you process hearing God's word and direction in your life? What happens when you're not sure? Do you choose his way or your version of what he says? And then finally, number four, 
determine, and again, ask the Holy Spirit to show you and teach you, determine any area of your life where you are consistently pushing back against God and begin to simply say, by grace through faith, I will obey. That's what he's done for you. That's what he's given you. Tomorrow's Friday, and you know what that means. It's Family Foundation Friday with our good friend David Walls. Again, a lot of issues that impact us and even more so that we need that we need to see a line with God's word. All of them. So join us and again invite family, friends, loved ones, and enemies to hear it as well. Go to our website, loveandlordship.com, loveandlordship.com, and uh, you'll find the book. That's an icon there in the middle of the page, a picture of the book. You can find that. Love to know what you think about that. Uh, you can read, watch, or listen in these and many other podcast videos and articles. And love to know what you think about that. So connect with me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. Loveandlordship at gmail.com. Also, if you have a, a struggle or a problem going on in your life, love to hear about that and, and, and point you toward Christ in that as well, to his word and his spirit to help you get through that. Again, you can give. There's a tab near the upper right, a give tab. It's, it's quick and easy. Uh, you can give one time or ongoing monthly. Those are very helpful, but all of it is very helpful and appreciated, and it's all fully tax deductible. Thank you for thinking of us, and if it's not us, please continue praying and asking the Lord to show you where he would have you invest your time, your talent, your treasures for the sake of his kingdom and glory. Uh, I want to thank you, as always, for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Those are ex especially important in any ministry, and I do not take those lightly. Thanks always to the Lord for guiding and being with us. Make it a great day, and God bless in the love and lordship of Christ. Stay tuned at 1245 for Greg Horn and Hope is Here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.